Do you need some help getting motivated? Maybe you want to set some health and fitness goals for yourself, but you're just at a loss on what to work toward. All you've ever known is training to lose weight or to change your body composition somehow. Well, let me show you how to create highly motivating personal goals that have nothing to do with your looks. Hey friend, my name is Megan Dahlman. As a certified trainer and nutrition coach, I'm on a mission to change the conversation around fitness, nutrition, and taking care of ourselves as moms. If you're tired of restrictive fad diets and all or nothing workouts, in a culture that tries to sell you the lie that your value is tied to the number on the scale, then you're in the right place. I'm here to equip and encourage you to take simple steps towards the healthy life you want for yourself and the people you love. Welcome to Self-Care Simplified. Not too long ago, I had a coaching call with a client, Kristen, and Kristen was hyper-motivated. She was ready to, to push and dive into the new year feeling just really on top of things. And she was just a one of those moms that's a, a big go-getter. And in fact, fitness and nutrition kind of came naturally for her. She'd spent years involved in fitness and nutrition and always working out, always trying, always focusing on her eating habits. And for her, training and eating for health and to simply feel good, it always seems so foreign because her experience with fitness and nutrition, it always seemed to do with having a physique-related goal. You know, she'd show up and do the five workouts a week because she knew that that would help her get leaner. She would focus on her eating habits and and buckle things down and, and really hyper-focus on eating pros and adjusting her carbs this way and that way because she knew it would help her lose a little bit of weight. She would feel more comfortable in her clothes. Like this was just always her goal in the back of her mind. And she was ready to create some personal goals going into the new year so that she could feel motivated, stay motivated and feel like she was moving forward towards something. But she didn't know what goals to create because if it wasn't a physique related goal, she just felt lost. She didn't know how to create non-physique related goals. And maybe you're identifying with that right now because your experience has always been, well, if I'm going to show up, if I'm going to focus on my nutrition, if I'm going to focus on my fitness, it's got to be because I'm trying to change something about my body. Because I'm trying to lose body fat or lean up or, or make some sort of aesthetic change. And you might feel lost to have any other kind of a goal. And I know that this year we're moving fast. (laughs) Suddenly we're already into February, which is crazy, but we're still near the beginning of the year when goals are being set and you're forecasting how you want this year to go. And I really do believe that having goals is really important. It's not cliche as much as it feels like it might be, but I I do believe that setting goals gives you a north star to move toward, kind of a dream to work for. It gives you a reason or a motivation to show up. If you don't have a goal, period, and you're just like, I just need to do the things you know, I, I know I need to work out, I need to train, I need to eat healthy. If you don't have a reason why, if you don't have a goal in mind, it's going to be far easier to convince yourself and 
find excuses for not to show up in those moments. So having a goal is really important. But some of us have been creating physique-related goals for so long that we have literally have no idea how to set any other kind of goal. Today, I want to show you how to create some highly motivating personal goals that have nothing to do with looks, okay? All right, so in another episode, we talked about having non-scale victories. And these are victories where you can say, hey, you can step back and be like, hey, this is something that I can celebrate that I know it has nothing to do with like body change or a victory on the scale. I can step back and say, I did that. So we, I'm going to help you create and get those non-scale victories. Okay. Instead of setting an aesthetic goal going into this in the rest of the year, Instead of that, I want you to start creating performance-based goals instead. This is something that you can't do right now with your body. Like right now, you look at that thing and say, I don't don't think I can do that right now. But you want to work hard to be able to do that thing in a certain amount of time. That is a performance-based goal. It has nothing to do with your looks. It has everything to do with what you can do with your body. Now, why do these kind of goals work really well? It works because it's clear and it's concise and it's measurable. Frequently, we'll set a goal for ourselves that's just like, I want to get healthier. (laughs) That's great. I'm glad you want to get healthier, but that's so vague. How do you measure that? How do you know if you've achieved that? You have no way to know if you ever accomplished that. So by setting performance-based goals, You can measure that. You know exactly what you're working towards and whether or not you achieve it. Performance-based goals, it's actually something that you can control the outcome of. When we set weight loss goals for ourselves, we really can't control that outcome. The only thing we can control is what we do to push us towards that. So we try to have all the right action steps that we hope will lead to weight loss, maybe. But there's so many variables come into play. Your hormones come into play big time. Just kind of the current situation you're in in life. Like all, there's so many things that are beyond your control that come into play that determine whether or not you're going to have weight loss. So... Weight loss goals, if that's all you're familiar with, you got to realize that you you can't control the outcome of those. But performance-based goals, you can. Short of getting injured, you actually have pretty good control over whether or not you're going to achieve that goal. If you work hard at it, you'll get that performance-based goal, okay? If you just work hard towards it. So that's what I love about performance-based goals is that you do ultimately have control of the outcome. And for all of my control freaks out there, that should make you really happy, okay? Another reason why performance-based goals work so well, and I alluded to this just a minute ago, is that you can always step back and look at a performance goal and say, I did that. That is awesome. It's a clear finish line that you cross that you can say, I have victory there. I can celebrate that. And you can always step back and celebrate performance-based goals in a way that makes you feel so accomplished, like you really climbed that mountain, okay? So 
those are the reasons why I absolutely love performance-based goals way, way more than an aesthetic or a body composition goal. Once again, it's because they're very clear, they're concise, they're something that you actually have the control, you, you can control the outcome of, and then they're really easy to celebrate. How do we create performance-based goals? The easiest way to create this kind of a goal, and, and no, it's not, I'm not going to say, hey, go sign up for a marathon. <laughs> That's a pretty common performance-based goal is saying, hey, I want to, in May, I'm going to sign up for this half marathon or full marathon, and I'm going to have to do all the training that's required to get me there. So that's a pretty common type of performance-based goal. But what if you have no desire to take up running? (laughs) That's totally okay. There's so many other types of performance-based goals. So here's the easiest way to do this right now in your life, okay? So in every workout you do, Whenever you show up for a workout, I want, you, I want you to do this at the very next workout that you show up to. Take one exercise that you do that just doesn't feel right. Like you perform that exercise and you know, man, that could use a little bit of improvement. For Kristen, my client I was telling you about earlier, for her, it was particularly the physioball pike exercise. So this exercise, you do it where your hands are on the floor, your feet are on the physio ball, and you have to hinge at the hips to send your rear end way high up into the sky and kind of create this pike-like position. They're really challenging. And for her, that was her like nemesis. You know, whenever that showed up on a workout for her, She's like, oh man, there it is again. That was, that's just the one that just like owns her every time. And so for her, that was her exercise in that particular workout. So she decided to commit to mastering that exercise for that month. She took that one exercise and said, all right, this is the one, these physio ball pikes, by the end of this month, I want to master these so that I can walk over to a ball, climb onto it, and just dominate it, right? So here's how you can go about mastering that exercise. You have to do it. You can't just not do the exercise. You have to keep exposing your body to it. But when you show up to that exercise, I want you to take your time. I want you to hyper-focus. I need you to be really intuitive, like really think through all the moving pieces, all the moving parts, okay? And try to really focus and dial in. Point your toes if you need to. Lock out your knees. Get your hips tight. Engage your core. Press through your shoulders. So all these extra things, rather than just trying to hope and pray that the movement happens like be in charge of the movement another thing you can do to try to master that exercise watch professionals and other fitness gurus that you admire go through and perform that exact exercise and study them watch how to how they do it do they shift their weight forward a little bit over their hands do they grip with their fingertips Do they do a little exhale at a certain part of the movement? What are they doing to make that movement look so effortless? Study them. Another thing I want you to do is to take a before and after video of yourself doing that exercise. Okay, so totally different type of before and after. We're so used to before photos of our our body, right? The physique 
and how we look later, I want you to take a before of a certain exercise. Okay, so maybe it's that physio ball pike. Set up your camera, record yourself doing that exercise, and then compare it to how you can perform it at the end of the month. All right, so that's going to be your before and after. I want to give you a couple ideas of some exercises that you can choose or other types of performance-based goals, okay? So we talked about doing a particular exercise that's really hard for you right now. And I do recommend that each workout you show up to pick a different one, okay? Because you might have like the physio ball pikes in one workout, but the next workout is your nemesis might be like the kick throughs. Um, So pick a different exercise within each workout to try to master that one specific exercise. And one exercise is enough. The other ones, you know, I don't want you to be so hyper-focused with every single exercise that you just feel overwhelmed and fatigued mentally. But just choose one that you know, okay, this one is my nemesis. I want to master this particular exercise this month. This, by the way, is why it's so important to have a program that gives you just one month of workouts that progress over the course of the month and then change. There's so many workout programs out there that every time you pop in the DVD or every time you show up to that workout class, it's a completely different routine. You have no way to master those movements. Who knows if you're going to see that physio ball pike again for like two months. So how are you ever going to get better at particular exercises? So this is why it's so important to be in a program that exposes you to the same types of movements, the same or the correct amount so that you can master and progress, okay? So pick an exercise. Another type of performance-based goal that can sometimes be really helpful is to aim for increasing your weight, okay? So aim for increasing the amount of weight that you use. A lot of my clients, when they start training with me and they start doing strength training, Um, they begin with just using like eight pounders or 10 pounders. And usually it happens pretty quick as they learn technique and gain confidence that pretty soon they're using 15s, 20s, 25s. So many of them I say, hey, instead of picking an exercise as your performance goal, pick a target weight. Let's say you have this one exercise, maybe a shoulder press. Right now you can do 15 pounds. Let's work up to being able to do that exercise, even just one set, one set of that exercise at 20 pounds. That's huge. You know, that would be a huge improvement. So that's another type of performance-based goal. Another kind of performance-based goal, and I, I borrowed this idea from someone I look up to. His name is Alan Cosgrove. He's a trainer out of the LA area. Something he does is take a full month And give himself a goal of hitting a certain number of workouts within that month, okay? So he'll take the month of February and he'll say, okay, we've got 28 days. I want to average five workouts a week. So my goal in the month of February is to do 20 workouts. You know, that might be bonkers to you listening or or it could be right on with where you're at, but 
pick a certain number of workouts that you want to hit this month. It's a totally different type of performance-based goals. So that just gives you an idea. But I think at the very least, the easiest thing to do to create a goal for yourself that's highly motivating is to just take an exercise that you want to master. This is something I do for myself a lot. This keeps me motivated and moving forward. I've been training and working out and doing strength training for years. And many of the same exercises that worked 15 years ago, they still work now. But in order to not get bored and fatigued with the same types of movements, I try to pick some movements and really work at mastering them. So throughout the years, I've been hyper-focused on getting really good at the splits. That's one exercise that one year I was like, okay, this is the year that I'm going to be able to do the splits. And I did. This was several years ago. I was able to do the splits. I can't anymore. (laughs) It's not something I continue to work on, but I was able to do the splits that year. I worked hard on it and I, I worked on them almost every single day. Another thing that I've worked on through the years is mastering a handstand. I can get it pretty good depending on um, the environment and what the flooring is like, but that was my goal for one year was by the end of this year, I want to be able to just nail a handstand really well. I'll have other goals like pistol squats. So this is a, a pretty common single leg squat exercise. It's really challenging. It's difficult to stand on one foot, squat all the way down, basically touching your bum to the floor and standing all the way back up, really challenging. It's a full, deep range of motion, requires a lot of flexibility out of your hips, out of your knee, out of your ankle joint, and a lot of strength. So that's something that I've been like, man, I want to just absolutely master that. And I have just by focusing on that so hard. One exercise that I'm really looking forward to mastering this year because as when we move into our new house I want to hang a pull-up bar pull-ups have always been my nemesis I can only do like maybe two maybe three pull-ups and I want to be one of those women that can walk up to the pull-up bar and bust out like 10 of them so that's going to be my thing I want to do the pull-ups this year Okay, maybe in another episode, I'll teach you how to get there and I'll I'll walk you through what I do for myself to to nail a good set of pull ups. So hopefully that gives you ideas of some exercises that you can choose to say, hey, I really just want to master this thing. I want to dominate it. I want to walk into that movement or walk into that workout and say, this is no longer a struggle for me. I feel like a pro when it comes to this movement. Our big takeaway here, I want you to see that your goals do not need to be physique or body composition based. You can have a before and after that has nothing to do with your shape. Keep yourself motivated by setting goals, but by doing them in a way where you're trying to master a movement or dominate an exercise, something that right now, currently, it feels a little bit out of reach, okay? That's my challenge to you. If you have physique-related goals right now, that's okay, but those, remember, you don't ultimately have the, you don't have control over the ultimate outcome of those. So 
have those, set them aside a little bit though, and turn your attention on these more performance-based goals because you can work hard on these and work towards mastering that movement, mastering that exercise, dominating that workout session, and feeling like really, really well accomplished. It'll give you something to be able to step back and be like, yeah, I did that. I can't believe I did that. I'm so proud of yourself. And boy, is that a really good feeling. I have a free resource for you that um, is really great and can help you work through your goals, helps work through your motivations, kind of that ultimate why, to remind yourself why you're showing up each day, why you're working towards these things, why this is important to you. Um, And then it helps you fit them into your schedule so that you actually do it, (laughs) so that you have a routine that's lined up to make sure that these things happen. Um, so if you go to createmyroutine.com, I've got a free worksheet for you that you can go through yourself and kind of work through some of these, um, questions to make sure that you know what your motivation is, you know what your why is and what you're working towards. And then I want to hear what your personal goals are, what you set for yourself. Is it the pistol squat? Is it doing a pull-up? Maybe it's doing a really good squat. Maybe it's doing... That physio ball pike. Maybe it's just doing a plank for a minute, right? So think it through. Work it out on that free resource at createmyroutine.com. Okay, go get that. And then come back and tell me. You can tell me either in a DM on my Instagram at Megan Dahlman. You can find me there. Or you can even shoot me an email at megan at vigeofit.com. I would love to hear what your goal is and what you're working towards. There's nothing I love more than cheering you on. Okay, so make sure to reach out to me and let me know. All right, friend, I had so much fun with you today on Self-Care Simplified. And until next week, be strong. 